Anyways, what is up, you guys? Wait, it just shut off. Or you could put it on the steps. Oh, it's 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 oh. gone. We can also trim it. All right. What is up, you guys? It's welcome back. It's Maddie. Fucking oh, smokes. Fucking smokes. <laughs> fucking smokes. Fucking smokes. Welcome back to uh, get baked. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> We're not actually baked. Nor are we eating baked goods actually today either. Our first episode didn't live up to our expectations, so we decided to... Why are you telling me we're not eating baked goods? Should we buy some baked goods? No, we are. So good. Pranked you. Mm. No, uh, I'm actually eating a baked good right now. Exactly, we pranked them. Some big cake. <laughs> yeah, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jessica. I'm Jackie. I'm Sophia. And, uh... Welcome to Get Baked, where three juniors in college talk about anything that comes on our minds. Anything. Anything. And we eat baked, wait, what is it? Oh my god. Get baked, and let's take your hot takes. <laughs> That's incorrect. Just, disclaimer, we're not baked. We are not baked. We're not baked. This is actually just us. <laughs> this is literally just who we are. Um, we're sitting in a bedroom right now crowded around my iphone 11 so hopefully you can hear us well enough we also went over the time limit last time so that kind of fucking sucked yeah we gotta kind of watch it this time and we got way too personal yeah we got way, way too, personal. too personal yeah i don't want you guys doing that much stuff about me <laughs> yeah um anyway so i guess we should start by what photo i'm looking at right now i am oh making god. eye contact oh god. <laughs> don't even start I'm, oh even, I'm feverish you're feverish yeah <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking to a guy's eyes right now. He's like the most gorgeous man on earth. He is beautiful. He is stunning. He's got a fat, juicy <laughs> wallet. Wallet. <laughs> that too. That's um, not the only thing that he has that's fat and juicy. Yeah. Anyway, his name's Jungkook. <laughs> he's he's on the mirror. Um, it's a photo I took of him in bed. Oh my god. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Don't take credit for my work, okay? Okay. Anyway, it's a photo of him in bed, looking at the camera, you know, seducing me. My gosh, we're really just talking about anything that comes on the top of our heads. I think so. I feel like we should actually have a topic. That's also kind of weird. I mean, you guys could just, like, talk about BTS, but, but then, I mean, But then... That's not... I mean, That's no fun. Yeah. That's no fun. Please. All my don't. viewers already know... I think all of our viewers will already know how much we like them. Yeah. Yeah, nothing new. I mean, we could just talk about... How existence, existence, like what is life? Yeah, well, you guys, we had a conversation today about <laughs> aliens, and we were just kind of we were having an entire conversation about what we believe and what we don't believe. So, for example, like, do you believe something is purely a coincidence or it's actually a sign from the earth? Like, so which one of you said the Kobe game? Oh, me. Where like the Kobe game, like it was his birthday and the Lakers were playing, and it was just like really supposed to be like super sentimental and like emotional and then like at some point in the game like the score was 824 and like that was just weird yeah I so we were so weird we were talking about like is that a sign or is it just is it just a coincidence that's definitely a sign yeah i think it's a sign so and then we kind of extended into aliens with this for like do you believe in aliens yeah i do i, I do i do i, I think you're dumb if you don't sorry <laughs> yeah i mean you have to be pretty self-centered right because like like I said, like, the universe is expanding at an exponential rate, and to think, you know, that we're the only life form is just... <laughs> That's a very Wrong. Earth is the center of the universe type beat yeah. right there. Yeah. And then um, it kind of, like, went into ghosts and demons and stuff like that. And I believe in ghosts. I watch Ghost Adventures. Zach Bagans, if you're listening to this, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Gosh, Zach Bagans is so cute. He's one of those, like, is he, like, an ironic hot... Yeah, I or would is he say, actually hot? He's kind of actually hot. Okay. <laughs> I would say, like... How old is he? I think he's, like, in his 40s. He's gotta be in his 40s. <laughs> Let me look it up. Sugar daddy. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm no STEM major, but it, I'm pretty sure carbon, at least in our... From our understanding, carbon is the source of life. He's 43 years old. Okay, wow. why did I think he was, like, 50? Is he's, he single? He's up there. No, I think he's married. What? what? Oh no, he he has a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. Okay, just because a goal, there's a goalie doesn't mean Men you can't like score. Men like that can't be exactly. can't be tied down. Please don't take that advice. 
Um, maybe intimate with the ghosts. <laughs> What's that? What was the guy that he always shoves into terrible situations? Oh, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. He puts them in there. and it t- you know. Aaron is my ghost adventures bias. Oh, God. Yeah. But we were saying about, about, about the aliens. Let's go back. Um, yeah, I'm right. Am I correct? Like, carbon is the source. Well, of I mean, as, there's, there's, a handful, we know it. there's a handful of essential, presence of, like, water elements. is a big indicator. But then the, that life. went into the topic of what is, what is life? life. What is life? Because yeah. that's how we know life. But at some corner of the universe, that it not, could be vibranium. It could be fucking mercury. Is the source of life? You don't know. It could be. Yeah, could be anything. So there has to be other life forms out there. That is just. We're like at the tip of like a tech, like one galaxy, aren't we? Aren't we like at the? Tip oh, we're in the, well, we're in the Milky Way. We're like in I. We're like the tip of it though. Like we're, we're in the outer like, arms. It's literally like so insignificant. Yeah, we're one of the outer spiral. Like, the and arms. we're not even from like a larger galaxy, and we're not even from like and a larger Jordan. solar system. Yeah, like our our sun is not that big. Our sun is like yeah. that's just freaky to like comprehend. <laughs> Do you ever watch like those videos on? Like, I don't know if they're on YouTube or just, like, random corners of the internet, but, like, they do, like, size comparison. Yes! Of, like, um, the sun. What's the name of the star? I used to be a big, at, like... Astrology. Astro- I used to be... Not, <laughs> I used to want to be an astronomer when I was 13, and there was the show I used to watch called How the Universe Works on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And they did something where they would do, a, like, a size model of the stars. So, that there was, like, our sun, and then there was, like, Betelgeuse, which is actually a pretty big star. Mm-hmm. Something Canis Majoris is the biggest star they know. XS, XS Canis Majoris, I believe what it is. And it's like, if the sun was like the tip of like a nail head, Canis Majoris is like the size of like, I don't know. Like, our sun. Our fucking sun. Yeah, no. Um, I don't even know. Like, you know those like bouncy, like those like, uh, those balls that you sit on at the gym they're like usually like like yoga balls like yoga balls mm-hmm. yeah like that's the size of Candace Majoris and the, ta- like the tip of attack head is like that's so the sun. weird yeah there's like other stars in our solar system that are bigger than the sun so it's like oh yeah so many more but everyone's like oh the sun's so like huge blah 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 wait galaxy <laughs> yeah in our galaxy in our, our galaxy. galaxy or like galaxy. one of the craziest facts I've heard is like the as many grains of sand there are on Earth is there like how there's more yeah. stars than in the galaxy. Like that's, that's just, you know, oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. So then it, there's these like all these like <laughs> figures to make you like should convince you like how insignificant like we are. We are, and yet people still think they're the center of the universe. People really do act like it. People really do be acting out here. People <laughs> really have in that geocentric model type. Yeah. Mindset. <laughs> Come on, it's a heliocentric model now. Gosh. Gosh. Better wow. times. Also, can we talk about how like we're juniors now? And um that's kinda scary. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I came in freshman year like uh, yesterday. Freshman year feels so far away, but it also feels like it was yesterday, oddly, because sophomore year kinda didn't count. I feel like this year's like not gonna count either. Yeah, definitely not. They don't feel like it. So won't. we're gonna have like a freshman and maybe a senior year. Yeah, let's go, baby. Like Yikes. people clown the class of twenty twenty for not having a graduation, but the class of twenty twenty one might not also have a graduation. That's is... so wrong. They, I feel like they could have figured out something. I feel like they could have figured out something. Yeah, people could have just like you know worn their masks. Yeah. Just saying, people could have worn their. Masks. I would have totally risked it. To, like, go to graduation in a mask and, like, I would have totally Social done distance, it. Social yeah. distance, like, six feet apart chairs. I would have totally done it. Yeah. We'll see what happens, though. It's so unfortunate. Yeah. If I don't walk, like, why did I even come here? <laughs> just all for the walk. Why did I go to college? <laughs> I fucked a degree. I'm just trying to walk across the yeah. stage. <laughs> Gosh. And then after. The real world. Yeah. That's what freaks me out the most. Like, oh god. Like, what am I gonna do with, without, like, all this, with all that free time? If you think about it, too, our whole lives, we've, our biggest priority was school. Like, all we've known is school. And then it's a little bit shocking. I think everyone can agree it's a little bit shocking is when, like, you're suddenly done with school. It's like, what do I do now? And we also had, like, another thing, like, going on at the same time. Yeah. That, like, consumed the other half of our life, you know? Oh, our sports, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. 
so I think I think that will be like the biggest thing for me transitioning I, from I f- yeah I feel like this pandemic though and like quarantining has kind of been like a little taste tester of life beyond school and all my other like extracurriculars that have consumed my life you know because it's like I always like thought oh once I'm done with you know school and this and that like what's my identity going to be outside of that Mm -hmm. and because I've had like some distance from it I've had time to contemplate or like like, get a feel of how my life could be or how I feel as like a person as like an entity Mm -hmm. so actually I actually enjoyed I think my time at home in the sense of I got to reflect on myself and I stepping away from the sport not even stepping away it was just our sport leader got taken away from us it allowed me to reflect and to realize like what I truly am interested in because I did some internships my fresh for internship my freshman year and like that I was able to dip my toes there but then I think just talking to people like my other friends who came home and they would talk to me about their internships or like their work opportunities or their interests that kind of inspired me to like really buckle down and see what I wanted to do and um I got really motivated and then it kind of died out after like two weeks because yeah. quarantine just does that to you but you know it was nice um but I'm very very happy to be back because I was kind of going insane by the end but yeah I feel like I never went through that phase where I was like struggling to find hobbies like I feel like I naturally I'm as a person I'm just like not one to like be like either super attached or like I don't find myself wanting to do like a whole lot like I can I'll draw like every now and then but I think I have to be like actually doing something in order to like feel feel content yeah like feel something I I think that's good though like I have to like like for me it's like I have to like bake or like I'll go I have to, like, do an actual, like, activity with, like, people around me instead of just, like... Watching TV. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, I, I, like, did drawing. Like, I did knitting. It's like, I can't, like, sit down and do something. I think I'm just very antsy in that way. hmm That's good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like to, like, a certain extent, because I'm, like, an antsy person, but, like, at the same time, I don't know. I have, like, these these waves of or, like, these periods of times where I get just, like, hyper-fixated on, like, a weird task. Like, I'll just start, like, drawing or something, and then I'll be doing that for, like, six hours before I even realize it's been, like, six hours. Or, like, it'll just be, like, these really small things. And I think I've, like, over quarantine, like, all this extra energy that I used towards, like, um, doing school or, like, extracurriculars, I just kind of take all of that energy and focus it on, like, this one, like, really small task that literally has like no i think you talked about this in the chat or something like that once where you were talking about like 12 hours ago by because you were drawing something you're like i literally like will zone in took a drawing and then i'll like zap back out 12 hours later yeah that's like how i do things and it's like it doesn't it's not even that it could just be i don't know it's just all different kinds of things it could be like even just cleaning you know like yeah I just kind of zone out and I have to like focus all of my energy on this one like particular task because I have I have to distribute it through my like amongst so many other things when I'm like an active person, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I wish I had that kind of like attention ability span. to zone. But yeah. like I don't really is the crazy part is because I focus it on like the worst things possible. Oh. Like, like I what? instead of using my energy towards looking for internships or finding a job or studying for my you know, summer class, I'm doing, like, these stupid tasks, like, making a Spotify playlist, or, like, painting a picture, or, I don't know, these really absurd things, <laughs> meaningless. Mm-hmm. I got really, I don't know, I was never much, like, an Instagram person before quarantine, and I just got really invested in my Instagram stories over quarantine. I think it started with all the freaking challenges that people would post oh, on their stories. Probably. And I just was constantly doing that, and now I just post on my story on Instagram, like, every day. But it's usually about, like, important things, but I just never did that before. I was never active. Instagram was, like, my least favorite social app. Really? I went on Instagram maybe once a day for, like, ten minutes during the school year. 
Really? Twitter was like my app. I go to Instagram like I that's my number one. For now sure. I go to Instagram a lot. I never use my so I have two accounts and I have my Finsta on my regular account and I never go on my regular account. Like it is rare. And like when I do I every my feed is like posts from two days ago, so I don't wanna like like people's stuff from two days ago. Mm. And like also it kinda of, sounds kind of bad and careless, but I also like just don't really care <laughs> to see what people are like actually doing. Like, that's not something that interests me about social media. So I use my Finsta, and I, like, keep up with other, like, bigger things. And I like to post... I On my Finsta, I used to, like, spam spam post. And I, like, I rarely post, like, actual pictures and more on the store because it goes away. So if I post something that, like... Your stories are funny. <laughs> yeah, I just... I can, like, delete it immediately, or it goes away in 24 hours, you know? Mm-hmm. Social media is weird. I think I just liked Twitter, because I just thought Twitter was funny. Because... If you look at Instagram, a lot of the memes they repost are screenshots from Twitter. Yeah. If you really look at it. So, like, Twitter is just, like, so funny. And, I mean, I I see Instagram more of, like, an aesthetic place where you post physical photos of, like, what you're doing. And then Twitter is more conversation. Yeah. Like, I got bored. I I went on Twitter and I just got really bored. (laughs) You have to, like, follow enough people to where you'll see retweets of funny things i also think twitter is more exciting if you're like belong to like a certain community because if you're just kind yeah. of like a local and you're just floating around it's yeah. not you can't really have like as many conversations like there's like a, but i've seen like some of our friends are part of like college life twitter like they yeah and they um that communicate with people who go to our school that can be funny too yeah yeah it's relatable like Seth and i are both on stan twitter i think you can guess for what obviously but it's funny honestly but it's it's okay while it's very funny and entertaining it's also equally stressful and like anxiety inducing at times because when bad things happen in the community it gets like blown crazily out of proportion and like cancel culture on twitter is like the most aggressive thing ever like there's certain things that i see like on instagram where i'm like if somebody posts this on twitter they're done yeah yeah cancel culture is terrible on twitter it's absolutely horrid, especially in stand communities, because there's just no room for any mistake, which can get stressful on a stand account, because, like, you, what you think will truly not be offensive at all could offend, like, could offend anybody, and, like, especially, like, the bigger the community gets, there's, like, so many different, like, walks of life and different kinds of people from different kinds of communities, and it's, you know, it's really... Scary. And I mean, I try my best to take in those those things into account, but sometimes you don't even know what you're saying yeah. could offend somebody. Yeah, I'm like looking at it, like checking off the checklist. I'm like, I'm not saying anything. Like, I'm not saying anything racist. I'm not saying yeah. anything that's homophobic. I, I'm I not hate. saying anything that's like going to affect someone who's like, who has different political beliefs than me. And like somehow someone's going to get. That's so awful. Like Someone's going to cancel me. The fact that you always like are constantly having to like monitor what you have, to, like what you say and like always have to be like obviously you should always be like mindful of others and stuff but like to completely like, have that kind of like checklist like okay like like i just think that's ridiculous well i think the worst part honestly is canceling somebody without first educating them because people are yeah. so quick to just be okay. like oh we can't you know this person's trash like we can't interact with them rather than thinking like oh you know this was like a legitimate mistake and like let's tell them why this was a mistake so they can know to do better and like there's people who take that kind of criticism well you know yeah like if i fuck up then i would need you to tell me but you know i just hate the immediate like it's always like super defensive it's like not defense i guess it could be defensive but it's just like so like harsh and like critical there's, yeah. like, no, like, in-between. We kind of touched on that in the last one, but obviously that one didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last podcast. Um, yeah, but Stan Twitter's fun. Um, we bully locals, which is sometimes... Lightly bully. Lightly bully locals, which is sometimes a good time. It's funny, like, being on K-pop Stan Twitter because I used to, like get like really upset with the way that things were like why are they dropping fan, fan cams? cams or like why are they being so like annoying about streaming their stuff and then like now that i'm on like the side of k-pop stan twitter i realize like it is kind of funny 
it it's is funny. It's funny to get locals pressed, you know, because they you realize how much more control you have over them than they have over you. You drop and a like, fan cam and yeah. it gets like six hundred replies, and then it like, gets K poop. Everybody gets pissed off, and it's like, well, I just made you angry, so I got views. Yeah, fan cam. I'm winning because I got your attention. Yeah, is that considered toxic to say? Whatever, it's fine. It's just whatever. K-pop. It is what it is. <laughs> Calm down, son. It's just K-pop. It really is. Um. Yeah. But yeah, we literally had like no set topic today because yesterday's we just got a little too real to the point where yeah. we didn't want to start our podcast on such a somber note. And we definitely did overshare a little bit in the first one. Yeah. Um, and a little bit is maybe an understatement, but... It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, yesterday, though, was the 21st night of September, which is why we filmed our podcast yesterday because it is a national holiday in our friend group. And I don't know if I want to go through the whole 21st night of September talk again yeah. unless one of you are willing to. Basically, we all just got trashed and that's it. That's a summer, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because the song by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Do you remember, remember the 21st, 21st night of September? And, and we don't. I didn't remember it. So. I kind of I I, do. I kind of do. I remember, I remember most of it, except for this one period of me walking, but I never, like, remember the period of me, like, walking by myself. Yeah. I just remember helping Sophia when she was hurling over the edge of a balcony, and I remember getting us into the Uber and telling her not to throw up, and then I remember falling out of a chair. Who took Katie home? Because it wasn't me. I didn't. it wasn't you guys. So how did she get home? I think she threw up that night, too. That's a really good question. Why didn't we think about this last year? <laughs> it takes a I year later know. for us to realize, how did she get home? Did she go out? Yeah. I have pictures of all of us, like, vibing with our sunglasses on. Katie will definitely be a feature, by the way, on this podcast. Yeah. In the future. She's someone in our friend group. We um, love her. We love her. She's Sophia's soulmate. Yes. So that's another thing too is we're talking about coincidences right oh yeah and ever since like katie and i put out into the universe that we could be soulmates do you believe in soulmates like actually like, i don't know like i don't want to believe in it because i feel like it's like if you get too caught up in it it could be kind of delusional mm-hmm. but at the same time the things that i've experienced with katie like this is crazy coincidences it's like maybe yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I do. It doesn't have to be like romantic. I can believe in like someone just being like a perfect fit for you personality wise, yeah. and you just vibe on the same level. But I'm like, your souls are connected. Like I don't know. So then, if yeah. you don't believe in soulmates, do you believe at love? Believe in love at first sight? I don't believe in love no. at first sight. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I believe in lust at first sight, <laughs> where you look at someone, and you're like, they're really attractive. Like, are we talking about literal first sight of like looking at you and you're like, in love, or is it like? talking like the first time you talk to them but we're talking about looking it's lust at first sight i don't know i would say yeah lust Lust at at first sight sight is very very real real. it's absolutely real you know how do people get down at the club like i'm looking at you you're looking at me let's go yeah um yeah i don't believe in i don't believe in that call me a pessimist but Love at first sight just isn't real. Like you're, you have to be kind of delusional to think you're in love with someone. I think, just by looking that at immediately. That immediately, I would be scared if you someone like told me like I'm in love with you, or like if if I had found out they were going back to their friends and they were just being, I think I love this person. It's like I don't even know you, you know. Sure, yeah. I don't know. This mindset just kind of scare me. It's also funny because I, like I know a lot of older people in my life when they talk about like when they met each other, like like my like aunts and uncles or grandparents they're like oh this is how i met my significant other and they'll be like oh we were just like at the store or like and i just went up to her it's like if anybody did that to me i would run the other way like i would get freaked out someone approached you at trader joe's and was like like my lady my lady can i get your number can i get your digits how these aren't these peaches looking extra juicy today gosh i'd be so creeped it would definitely depend on who it was i don't think i would be that creeped out if it was like some like good looking chap who's it just depends on the, the execution if they're like not trying to like talk to you in a creepy way yeah i honestly i would totally be fine with that yeah but if they're just like your hand 
Yeah. Like, I personally could not do that to, like, somebody else, but if somebody came up to me, I think I'd be fine with it. Yeah. I don't know. It, it depends comp- completely on execution for me. I guess. Yeah. I still just get weirded out when any stranger talks to me. It doesn't matter I also what they look like. I also, like, dream of meeting someone like that in that type of scenario, but, like, that, A, has never happened to me, and, B, during COVID, that will, like, never happen. Never, ever happen. Just, I think meeting and dating people during COVID is just, like, especially difficult. Well, yeah. Because, yeah. like, meeting someone in, like, a normal, I guess, public setting is going to be way less likely considering people are just not willing to, like, converse with you if they don't need to because they are in fear of getting sick. That and also they can't see half of your face. They can't see I literally, <laughs> when I was working over the summer, like, I'd only see my coworkers' eyes. I had this, like, perception of what their face would look like. And when they would take off their mask, like, on the way out of work, I was like, holy shit, you don't look anything like I imagined. Yeah. You know? And so... Yeah, like, even, like, like Tinder is... Diff- oh, I'm scared to use it now in L.A. because... I mean, I go on it, like, all the time, but I'm not actually... I don't know. I talk I talk. I the think talk. it could be different, though, because I think the way we've always used Tinder is immediately, like, just hook up with the person. But I have a, a friend who has been going on, like, socially distant dates. So if yeah. you're, like, actually desperate to, like, date, you could just go on a picnic and wear masks and six, sit at six feet apart. Yeah. I, like, wasn't scared in Orange County, but I'm, like, scared here. Yeah. I think it's just, like, the trust... hype of it, you know? Like, it, it's been, like, notorious for having, like, the highest spike or just, like, the LA. highest cases, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's so like, concentrated, LA's too. LA's doing, like, the worst... I think it's the worst city out of any city in the country. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I think. I don't know. I think I, it is. Right now, I think yeah. yeah. And so, also, I don't trust the population, the student population at the school we go to. Because we literally were just out walking back from our picnic with our masks on, and we have seen so many groups of girls and like going out outfits, and some of them weren't wearing masks. The last night they weren't wearing masks. Remember that massive like group of like fifteen girls? Yeah, oh, yeah. All going to they're all I think they're all leaving a pregame. Yeah, and they're they going, going somewhere. Else. They had absolutely going out. It's like tube top skirts, yeah. white vans, <laughs> you know, no masks very loud and obnoxious like you know they were rowdy so i was just like i don't trust the college population i definitely do here not. i don't trust anybody if i'm being entirely honest <laughs> it's really hard going anywhere you have a risk you have you run the risk of no mass or anti-maskers or i don't know just people who just just got sick because they were just out yeah you know and people can get sick innocently too like i could get sick at the grocery store and i was just doing my fucking groceries yeah my parents sent me, like, this article. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. But it was talking about how, like, millennials and Gen Z are the highest rate of people in the population getting coronavirus. And it's not because they're going out and partying and clubbing. It's because they have to do essential jobs. Just Damn. Just going to work is a, a risk. I'm honestly, like, very thankful I didn't get sick. Because I was, like, working with... I saw hundreds of people a day. And, like, also someone in my family like very literally in my house got coronavirus and i just still didn't get sick yeah so that was just like super super at one point i feel like i I had it i feel like i had it in january because i was sick for like a month and i was coughing so much and i was sick for like a month before pack 12s and they could just told me it was a sinus infection yeah i got sick in in january and it was like at the like during Christmas time, yeah, during Christmas, going into New Year's, and, like, I went to the doctor, and I had already been sick for, like, five days ahead of that, uh-huh. and they were like, oh, it's just, like, some weird, like, virus, like, we don't really know what it is, it was just, like, a virus, and I was like, oh, like, all okay. right. Yeah. Did I end up getting cure. sick, too? I can't remember if I got sick this year. I don't, I don't yeah. think so. The only thing I remember is blowing my back out. <laughs> That's, like, oh. my only memory. <laughs> Literally, that was like right when that I got sick. Right, you got you blew your back out like after Christmas, right? Yeah, probably like two days after being back. Yeah, I was sick then. Yeah, I I really want to get the antibody test. Yeah, I have to see yeah, if yeah. I had it at any point. I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah, I like was I felt so awful. I like that was the worst I ever felt. Yeah. I never got a fever, but I had like horrible body aches to the yeah. point where like it hurt to like just touch like yeah. myself what? and then like i i think i had a cough and like a sore throat and i was like sniffly i well i was like sick for like a month 
Because oh there were times of practice where I just get pouts of, like, fatigue. And I literally, like, told our coaches. I was like, I literally can't move. I just feel so tired. I feel like I have a fever without the fever. Like, the body, like, weakness feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I had. And it would hit me randomly, though. Like, sometimes I feel, like, okay in the morning. And all of a sudden, it hits me so hard in the afternoon. Like, I literally pass on the couch for, like, five hours. Yeah. And I was coughing a lot when we went to the championship meet. And... When did coronavirus all begin? December, I believe. Was it? December, yeah. God. It was, it was, co- it was 2019, like, COVID, COVID-19, so it was, I think it was December. Yeah, I think it was, like, officially here in the U.S. in November. November? Yeah. And, but, like, we didn't know about it. And then, like... Wait, it f- wasn't the outbreak in December in Wuhan? Yeah, but, like, it wasn't... I think, like, one of, like, the first reported cases in the U.S. was in November. But, like, before... They, like, hadn't reported on it until December. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It's funny, too, because, like, thinking back to, like, our mindset in February when it was, you know, we were, like, looking forward to things to do. We're like, oh, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Because and then we were, like, trying to convince ourselves, like, oh, it's not, like, it can't be worse than the flu. Like, it isn't worse than the flu. Oh, yeah, it has, like, a lower death rate than the flu. Yeah, we were just, and then now it's... Well, I think I think a big part of me, like, trying to convince myself it wasn't going to be in the U.S. was I wanted the concert to happen. Well, yeah. And it was, Sophie and I were going to a concert in May for BTS, and it was, like, our only happiness that we were looking forward to the entire year. And it was getting bad, I remember, in Asia. And, like, South Korea was getting bad, and they canceled the, t- the concert It was South- bad in South Korea. Yeah, in the but very beginning. But they also did a really good job of cleaning, cleaning up. Yeah, cleaning up very quickly. Back. Um, and we were just convincing ourselves, like, oh, it can't be that bad. And, like, I actually remember people were clowning. You know, okay, there's a thing in a school called the study couple, which is basically couples who are always making out at a dining hall at our school. And it's always happening. They're always making out. And so there was a couple that was, I think they were both Chinese. And on the barstool account for our school, everyone was coming like coronavirus. They're gonna get COVID. Oh They're gonna get God, COVID. That's terrible. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? And this was back in like early February. And I was like, that's like so racist. And it just hurt me to see like the community. I thought our school was very like diverse. And it's funny because even like now, after it's been proven that it's not a strictly like quote unquote Chinese virus, people literally still have, like, a fear of Chinese people and, like, call it, misnomer it as the Chinese virus. It was, like, was it, what did Trump call it, the Kung Flu? That's yeah. so terrible. <gasps> God. Yeah. yeah. I had someone on Tinder, I posted about this on my Finsta back in, like, February. Um, I was talking to a guy on Tinder back in February and he actually said he didn't want to meet with me because he found out I was half Chinese. And I was like, is this a joke? Like, are you pulling my string too. He was like, that. I posted about them on my Finsta and he was like, no, I'm not, I'm not fucking around. And I was like, you piece of shit. Like, that's so fucked up of you to think. I'm like, one, I'm not even from, from China and two, even if I was from China, that still doesn't make it okay. You can't automatically just assume that I have coronavirus because I have Chinese blood. Yeah. It yeah. was so, it, I literally just immediately matched and report. <laughs> I was messed up. Yeah. Yeah coronavirus what a crazy the simulation is broken honestly at this point what a crazy go yeah and then i'm also constantly reminded of like the meaninglessness of our existence because like they're supposed to be like balancing factors to our population you know at some one point or another there's gonna have to be a pandemic that wipes out honestly our population is growing too fast i know no he got he got hit us with covid and then he hit at least we're talking about the united states specifically he hit us with covid and then he's like, California or the West Coast, you're going to go on fire right now. And that's mm. going to happen. Hurricane season hasn't even started yet. Yeah, hurricane mm-hmm. season. We're not even, like, in the middle of, like, quote-unquote fire season. Isn't that, like, in the next month? It's like it, Yeah, it's, like, next month in October. Yeah, our, okay, a little side note. Our school always catches on fire, or the area around our school always catches on fire in, like, October every single year. And so I'm just waiting for it to hit again because... It was bad last year. We woke up at 3 in the morning and left our dorm and zooted out of there. And even was, though we were perfectly fine. Even though we were totally fine and we just wanted to get out of our practice. Fear does crazy things to people. I know. Fear does. <laughs> were, we, were we really scared or were we just I wanting? was actually scared because if that fire 
had crossed the freeway. We would have been done for. Like, it, the school. The, like, the pine tree. Like, the pine tree. Our school is, our school, the, we're censoring where we go to school and what sport we play in fear of us getting incriminated by the institution. In the institution. And, like, the specific program within the institution we're in keeps up with us intensely on social media. Like, we literally have a dude whose literal job is to watch our social medias. Um, anyways, yeah, our school is surrounded by pine trees. And there was a fire that broke out because I believe, what was it? Lightning hit a pole or the pole, bro- uh, an electric pole broke. No, it wasn't. It, I think it was a power pole. It was a pole, power. some power something. It broke and it snapped and hit uh, a brush and it caught on fire. It didn't. And the thing too is it like it wasn't even, fires become even more scary when you realize that like embers are a thing. Yeah. Like, because it, the fire didn't have to physically cross the freeway for it to get to our school. These hot spots can, like, just pop up, right? Yeah. Well, but, like, a, from an, a single ember. Ashes yeah. falling on our school. Yeah. It was terrible. And also, the weather reported, like, two nights after the fire broke out, there was supposed to be 80 mile per hour oh, winds. We literally almost had to start packing our stuff. Yeah. I did pack my stuff. And we stayed at... We were at a house. I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it was, like, four in the morning or, like... We went to a random yeah, a te- we went to a teammate's family friend's house. We like drove to their house, which was like fifteen miles inland from where we were. All, all of that, and then having to go to practice in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah and then say that we were overreacting. Yeah, we, I literally almost got black lung that day. Well, I literally woke up to my Elo, my roommate Elo, shaking me and saying, "Jessica, wake up! There's a fire outside!" And I was like, "What?" And I ran outside, and the sky was orange. Yeah. <laughs> so no, because. So, our dorm last year didn't have any AC in it, so we would keep the window open, like, all night long. And I it was, like, 3 in the morning, and I hear screaming from the street, like, Sophia, Jackie, like, wake up, we gotta go! And, like, I, I jumped out of was bed. That, like, was that us who were yelling at No, it was other teammates, yeah. And I was, like, oh my god, we, like, totally missed morning practice, you know, like, I'm really scared. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, oh shoot, like, they're gonna kick our ass. Yeah. yeah. But then I looked at the clock, like, it's three in the morning, like, what the fuck? And then I go to the window, I'm like, what do you want? And they're like, bro, like, there's a fire across the street, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, holy shit. It literally, like, didn't phase us. We were like, what? And did you walk outside and look, and you're like... It took a minute. Yeah, it took a minute to, like, register, because we just woke up. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, what's going on? I just, I woke up because Elo was just like, she, she got the alert on her phone that woke her up. And then she, like, looked outside and... She ran and woke me up, and then I think I woke up at my uh, sweetmates, Ella and Del, and we all walked outside to look, and our whole entire balcony floor was outside. And we were all just like, dude, we ever tell the RA? Because <laughs> RA was still asleep. And I remember the RA texted us. She was like, I'm not going to tell you any, like, she was like, I can't, you know, enforce anything, but if you want to go, by all means, go. Yeah. Save yourselves. I can't remember if we were able to see the fire from our room. We couldn't. I but I remember, it. like, leaving and, like, looking around, and I was like, Oh, holy shit. There it is. It was huge. It was like the horizon was just like orange. orange. And that was a terrifying thing for me to see half asleep at three in the morning. Like fucking yeah. Armageddon type beat. Like I actually thought we were gonna die. Yeah. And I just like remember running to Ella's car at the parking lot by where we work out. That was so terrifying. Do you remember? We were like driving around like around school like in the neighborhood and there was this random person who had like their suitcase. Yeah. And they were just like running by themselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wasn't it like was it was that really early in the morning? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like 3 30 in the morning and someone's bolt booking it. There's a su- couple people with like just suitcases ready to go. I was like, wow. <laughs> it was so scary. Just imagine like waking up with absolutely no context and you look out the window and you just see like red. Red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was our lives last year. Hopefully it doesn't happen again this year, really but it definitely will. set the tone for the rest of the year, too. By how 2020 is going, a fire will absolutely break out at our school again. And this time, our school will actually catch on fire. Oh, God. Oh God do yeah. not put that into... Do not put that energy into the universe. Yeah. I remember everybody... Everybody low-key wanted the school to catch on fire because there was a rule someone had looked up that if the school ever were to burn down, oh, that everybody gets a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were also just, like, at that point in, like, the season, even though it was, like, October, (laughs) we were, like, already just dead inside. Yeah. Yeah. That was... It's a rough time. Student athlete life rough. 
I hate being that person who's like, oh my god, being a student athlete is like so hard. Like nobody understands what I'm going through. But at the same time, it's so it's hard. hard. It's true. Like, especially with like the sport that we do, I feel like there's just certain requirements and expectations that are not in other sports. Yeah. Yeah. I can confidently say that our I think our sport is one of the more demanding ones on campus. Yeah. Compared, because obviously, like, I have lived with other athletes, and, you know, we have teammates who have had roommates who were other athletes, and obviously they would talk about their schedules, and I'm just hearing what they have to do, and I'm like, you don't have to do doubles at all, or you have time to join a sorority? How is that? I could never imagine that. Yeah. You know? Also, what was I going to say? Yeah, student-athlete, yeah. I don't like... I hate being all, like, student-athletes. Life sucks because everyone's, you know, like things suck. But it's rough at times. Um, But I also think some student-athletes are super aloof to, like, NARPs. Lives can also be difficult because I was literally in a tutoring session once and the other student-athlete who was in my tutoring session with me because our school gives student-athletes free tutoring for their classes... The tutor, obviously, is not a student-athlete, and I remember we were just talking about how difficult our schedules were with our tutor, and the guy literally goes, like, well, he was just saying, like, oh, we have, like, no, I don't know, he was like, it's really hard to do homework because practice takes up so much time, and she, our tutor was like, oh, yeah, like, me too, and he was like, well, like, what do NARPs have to do? Oh. And I just looked at him, and I was like, that was, like, the most ignorant thing I think I ever heard someone say, where he was just so naive to the fact that like non-athletes also have lives outside of school he was like what do you mean you guys don't have time like you have so much time and and I looked at him and I was like you know like they work or they're involved in clubs or organizations and you know nothing about their family life either yeah exactly so I just thought that was the most I I thought it was really rude to say because she just kind of looked at him in a way yeah I was like you're literally living up to the student athlete stereotype of like yeah I feel stupid. like that's, like, a lot of, like, the, the, the like, the kind of student-athlete culture in a bit here. It's, like, they seem really, like, ignorant to the fact that, like, other people have a lot of stuff going on. Especially, like, sports that aren't as, like, demanding. They just kind of, yeah. they just, there's, we kind of touched on this earlier, but it's, like, the hierarchy in, like, in, like, student-athletes and stuff. Like, they're definitely, I don't know if non-athletes know this. But, like, I don't know if they view all student-athletes as, like, the same. But, like, there's definitely a hierarchy within athletics yeah. of, like, which sports, I guess, get more attention or more... I don't Even if, like, they're not as well-ranked as some sports who are less popular, they will it's, still get more attention, I think. It's just, like, the nature of the, their sport. The nature of the sport just naturally gets more attention from the general yeah. public. But they might not be as good as, like, a less, let's say, a less popular sport by the GP. Well, the other thing I noticed, too, is, like, obviously certain kinds of sports attract a certain kind of demographic of people, right? Because, like, there's certain kinds of sports that in order to be good at it or to get noticed in it, you have to have some kind of wealth or influence. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that group of, like, sports, like, usually those, those kids usually hang out together. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, other sports from communities that are less privileged have which obviously attracted like different kind of people and so then those kinds of kids get along really well and so like i think what i've noticed in the athletic department is like a split yeah for sure between the kinds of athletes that there are so like obviously not all, ath- all athletes are going to be the same or yeah have the same worldview or have the same kinds of privileges i feel yeah. like a lot of like just based off like how i've I feel like I'm really big on vibes. Like, if I don't... Or, like, first impressions. Like, if I don't, like, like your attitude or, like, the vibes that you're giving off, like, on me the first time I meet you or something like that. Or even just by, like, a look. Like, I just, like, won't ever associate myself with you because I just don't feel comfortable. I don't feel like... I don't know if I'm jumping to conclusions here, but a lot of, like, the super popular... Not popular, just, like, I guess more well-known sports around campus with obviously, like, athletes who are maybe more well-known amongst students themselves or just the general public. I get more of, like, a standoffish Yeah, vibe that's what I was going to say. For sure. Even, not even just to, like, people who aren't student-athletes, but, like, to other student-athletes who from sports who might not be as popular as their sport. 
per se. There's definitely like a standoff or like elitist. I feel like they attitude. just like look down on me because I'm not like some like six two like blonde bitch or not even I don't even have to be six two but just like I'm not like this like the image that they perceive an image as. of like an athlete I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean. And it's interesting too because while like humility is a big component of like athleticism like having an ego and like a like a heightened self-image is also really important in sports yeah so like the sports that require a lot of i don't know a lot of like i don't know programmed sports you know ones that are on tv or like ones that get a lot of attention obviously you have to have a certain personality for that and obviously the kind of sport that we play doesn't need that doesn't need that so, and if someone does have that, it's only really known within the community of the sport and not anything outside. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, if someone's super cocky and out there, only people in our sport would know that. Yeah. But nobody else. Yeah. But. I hate, like, the, kind of going back to what you were saying, like, yeah, their ignorance of, like, narc life. Because I know a bunch of people that are, like, super involved in, like, Either, like, a club sport can take a lot of yes. people's time. Or, like, um, like volunteering at the hospital or, like, doing internships or, like, other just clubs in general. Being like, involved in, like, student life. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the time, I like, I have a friend of mine who played baseball on the club team. And their practices would be uh, from, like, 8 to 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like, that would be horrible. That's what, like, the, um, the club team in our sport would do they probably yeah, they'd probably like very late. Mm-hmm. like that would suck it like, just like it hard. made me really upset and i could just see the r just like internally rolling her eyes and just yeah. being like you were literally a student athlete yeah by the playbook and i just like felt that was such a poor representation it was like i'm gonna go as far to say i feel like some sports are more i guess in tuned with life <laughs> light not just like life but maybe just a little bit more involved i'm just gonna say straight up i think there are just some athletes who just care way more sports that care way more about athletics or the society that we live in and i don't know i think our sport cares a lot about being involved with the general public or the student population or our school and like in general in terms of our academics i would say that we we only care no we seem that we we have this more of like this humility or we kind of act we're kind of like the underdogs of like the athletics only because we're treated that way yeah okay yeah like if we if we had that sort of attention we'd probably give off a totally different energy absolutely think about it like differently it also could just be like the school that we're at too because if you think about like our sport program but at a different school that has you know Mm. a different kind of reputation Uh, yeah if we were yeah like comparatively and like two sports here like have very different like vibes from each other could function very differently at like i don't know another school where our program is more popular or better yeah actually i take that back because i was thinking about other sports the sports that i have in mind about why they aren't exactly the like same as us also actually do outreach projects as well yeah. I was just thinking about it. I was like, I literally just... I all, Well, yeah. In regards to that, I think we're, like, the least... Least involved in outreach. The least involved in in outreach stuff. And that really pisses me off because it's, like... A part of me wonders, though, because a lot of the why? outreach programs that these other sports do are directly with UCLA Athletics. And sometimes I wonder, That's is it because thing. the athletics is more involved with those sports? Just quack it. Quack! <laughs> Um, I just exposed our school, so hopefully if I edit this, you didn't hear that. Did I expose it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's just coming off my mind. Athletics is more involved, I think, with those sports to where yeah. I think they present them with team opportunities to do those projects. Yeah. But also, I feel like it's always just, like, the guy that, you know what guy I'm talking yeah. about that always reaches out. I feel like it's more of, like, it's not as, I don't feel like it's we're as... It's biased. Yeah, because like the athletics will always post about these teams doing yeah outreach events, and it's a big whole team event with a lot of press. And whereas we just do like the side projects, I feel like that's what gets me really upset. Is that like 
I have emailed this person before and told like, oh, like, could we do this? Like, do you have any ideas for us? And I won't hear a single thing yeah, back. And, and I know other girls have done the same thing. And that's just like not fair. And like, all they do is they post on like their page on Instagram or, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do they have Twitter? I don't even know. Yeah. But like, they're always posting videos and stuff of like them doing that stuff. And then like, people are asking like, why don't we do any of that stuff? And it's like, I've tried, and, like, they don't, they don't, don't want to put, like, the same energy into it. Yeah. But I also wonder if, like, there might be, like, a weird relationship with coaches or, like, with teammates or something like that. I don't know if our coaching staff is very in tuned with that stuff either. Yeah. I just feel like we're always given, like, the side projects, and I feel like we don't, we don't need to have press in order to feel fulfilled, but, like, I guess the acknowledgement, uh, acknowledgement from the athletic I guess pro like just like the athletics in general of us doing those things can help us as a team they should like encourage us to like keep doing that or like show that show like other organizations that we're willing to help yeah and uh yeah on that note we might have to wrap it up. We might have to wrap it up. That was pretty good. I think that was definitely more free-flowing than our first podcast. We literally just talked about the most random things. Yeah, just a wide range of topics. We went from... Junk cooks. Juicy. juicy, juicy we wallet. Even, we didn't even say, yeah, we, were, we said a juicy wallet, but I'm talking about that. We could put a quack there. Juicy yeah. quack. Um, His juicy wallet to existence to aliens, aliens to, to uh, school. school the 21st night of september then to school coronavirus yeah it was fires. it was it was more diverse than yesterday yeah yeah um if you guys made it this far respect i love you um if you know me personally or know any of us personally you probably will because those will be our only viewers or listeners smash that motherfucking like. smash that motherfucking <laughs> like button Comment, like, subscribe. Turn on your notifications. Share we'll this. We'll be back shit. next week. We'll literally be back next week. Um, maybe we'll have a guest. I don't know. Anything can happen. Um, this has been Get, Get Fucking Baked. A show uh, where we don't actually get baked. Yeah. Right. And we're eating cake today. Keep getting baked. <laughs> yeah, so catch us next week. Um, let me know if you all want to hear any specific topics. I doubt anyone is going to make it this far, but if they did, please hit me up with something you want us to talk about. And we will gladly discuss it. We probably will have more people because two more people in our friend group will be back to school next week. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, anyway, this has been Jess. Jackie. Sophia. And... Have an amazing night. Peace.